0: I've been interested in prevention from quite early on in my career. And I think like a lot of um, GPs, I felt quite frustrated that I didn't feel equipped to help my patients make the changes they wanted to. So I was really lucky. There was a Department of Health sponsored course. I applied, I I got onto it. And during that course, we learned the different types of conversation frameworks that you can take on with patients. So it's helping them to make the changes. So, you know, for example, I I had a patient um, who's one of my most memorable health coaching patients. You know, he came in, but he was already quite motivated. Motivated. He'd gained weight. He was worried about his, you know, risk of having heart disease because his dad had passed away from a heart attack. He was worried that, you know, he'd gained weight from, you know, sedentary lifestyle. So he said, you know, I just don't really know where to start. But previously he was someone who used to go to the gym, knew what to eat. He'd just lost his way because of family time. Yeah. So I was asking him, like, you know, what, what one change could you make, say, tomorrow in your daily routine? So he was coming up with the answers. So it was really an, such a fantastic way of putting the patient back in the driver's seat. And often as GPs, we, you know, often we're doing the hard work, we're being paternalistic, saying, oh, you know, often we'll say, oh, you need to stop smoking. But actually, when you take a step back, Give patients the opportunity to think about what they're doing in their daily life. They have the answers. They just need that extra sort of help to get there. So for me, health coaching has been quite transformative. And hopefully, you know, our future events will be doing a bit of group health coaching so people can think about what they've learned our events and then take it forward. Because that's the key thing.
1: I have the same issue with my family. So, yeah. I, can, so I, can, I can tell them what to do yes. and I can tell them the evidence base and yeah. I can, you know, put forward a very nicely constructed argument. But unless they come up with the answers themselves, mm. it's very hard for them to actually make that change. Mm. And I think it's the same with patients as Absolutely. well. Um, so actually putting them in the driver's seat and actually getting them to come up with the answers and everything is the, um, is the ultimate it's the Uh,
0: motivation for change isn't it absolutely otherwise it's not gonna
1: happen
0: yeah i think one of the most powerful things as doctors actually well certainly i i i bring this a lot to my consultations is just being transparent Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes just connecting with your patient and saying do you know what i've been there like i understand Mm -hmm. how hard it is we form bad habits so easily but it, it really requires all your will and might to want to change and helping them understand that planting that seed and i think as gp is one of the core things that we have the ability to do is if in your 10 minutes you can plant one seed mm-hmm. for the patient to go away with i think like that every day is just the most satisfying part of my job yeah. oh i love it mm. <laughs> I love planting seeds. <laughs> I do, and desk workouts. <laughs> and as GPs, I guess as well, we see our patients multiple times, so we will see them again, and we'll see how that seed has grown, and we can plant another seed, and you know it continues. So I think you know we only see them for a ten-minute period, but if we can just put a small change in place, and then the next time we see them, it kind of so, grows. I think this grows. is why, when the whole country is struggling as GPs, we're like, we love being GPs. Like, no. <laughs> I see change all the time, it's amazing.